Alrighty. Okay. This is going to be a doozy. This episode's going to be a doozy and an episode I certainly was not expecting. If there was one word that I could never use for my podcast, it would be the word prompt because that's something that they are not. They're just going to come to you when they come. Why? Because it's who I am. I am a producer. I don't have a producer. It's a one-man band over here. I'm doing everything myself. And some days I wake up and I'm feeling great. Other days I wake up and I'm feeling sad. Let me tell you what. A couple days ago, I was like, you know what I'm going to do this week? This is, this is what I'm going to do this week. Every day I'm going to do a little voice diary, a little voice diary and uh, say how I feel. What I didn't realize at the time of this horrible idea was that I was about to get my period. So I was very emotional. And I think the first two nights, Monday and Tuesday night, when I got on the mic, I I was crying about what I don't even fucking know. I got on TikTok and I got on this weird algorithm. It's actually pretty good. If you're interested, Hope Core. Hope Core. Okay. I got on this Hope Core algorithm where it was like motivational montages with clips of podcasts, like motivational podcast quotes and movies, mainly Pixar movies with, you know, a lot of, uh, God, what is that fucking song that Paragrove? Oh my God. That song is all fucking over Hope Core. That's even the name of the song or the band, but I was fucking crying, dude. I was crying. I'm not even going to lie to you. Hysterical you know, there were casualties before this period. I heard that basically before a woman gets her period, you have like, okay, I'm not a fucking doctor. So don't fucking, okay. I promise one of my um, friends online that I wasn't going to curse as much. So sorry. I'm not a doctor. So don't effing quote me, but there's basically two, you have two tubes in your body. I could be making this up completely out of thin air, okay? I I don't even know where this information is coming from. It's somewhere in a filing cabinet in the back of my mind. But basically, sometimes you have PMS from like one tube, and that's like the normal tube where it's not intense. And then if you have it from the other tube, then you're raging out. And I think this month I raged out. I spent the first two nights of this week crying to TikTok videos. Then if you listen to my episode about the, about vibrator gate, you know, when I, in the middle of the, I took a Valium one night and may or may not have ordered a bag of vibrators. I don't fucking know from some Instagram ad. Turns out I did order them. Fast forward through this. If you don't want to hear it, it's TMI, but I got to say it when I normally, and God strike me down the day you ever see me doing a vibrator ad. Like I'm telling you this just because like I live a life of transparency and I I have nothing else to talk about. I do have something very important to tell you. I mean, is it important in the grand scheme of things? No, we all die. But I mean, you might think you might want to hear this. Some tea rather. Okay. We'll get to that in a second. So I got these vibrators and normally when I am alone and I'm doing my own deed, I don't do any insertion. I I leave that exclusively for when I'm with men. Okay. But apparently in my lonely vegetative state induced by Valium, I saw fit to order a vibrating dildo. 
oh my God, it's like disgusting to even say, I can't even freaking believe that I ordered that. I did. And so yesterday I attempted to use it. it. It's just not for me. I can't do that by myself. I started to do it. I attempted to, and I was like, this is like not my vibe. It feels weird being alone and doing that. And I was like, you know what? I, I don't even know what to fucking do with this thing. Do I sell it on Poshmark? Like, what What do I do with it? I just like hide it somewhere. Like, I don't even, like, I'm thinking about the fact that one day I'm going to die and then someone's going to see this freaking dildo in my drawer and be like, this was hers. No, it's not. It's not mine. It's some lady on Valium got that. I, I just happen to be, I just happen to live here too. She's one of my personalities. It's not my main personality. She's like a sub character. She's not even in like the, the main plot. Okay. We don't even know her name. She's an extra. She's an extra in the movie of my life. That's who ordered it. I don't know who that bitch is. I don't know where this vibrator came from. It's not mine. So I don't even want it in my house because God forbid some ex-boyfriend shows up and shoots me dead because of whatever I said in a podcast. And, um, you know, that's how I assume I'm going to go out because how else? I mean, God help me. You know, I just can't, I, I just can't have that here. Okay. I, I don't need that. I already have enough going up against me. I don't need anyone to come, you know, pack up my belongings after my untimely death and find like this vibrator that like has all these accessories. Like it's not just your typical vibrator, like, you know, click a button, go on. No, there's three buttons. There's all these settings. It does all these things. There's like a ring. I, I shit you not. There's a ring on the, on the shaft. You click a button and the ring goes like up and down. I'm like freaking out. It's, it's unnatural. Okay. It's not right. I don't want anything to do with it. Okay. I don't want anything to do with it. I feel like I need to burn sage after attempting to use that thing. It's got to go. It's got to go. Okay, so that mystery solved. Hallelujah. Bittersweet information. The apartment that I live in now, I signed the lease with my ex-boyfriend and the lease is coming to an end. I wanted to stay. My landlord was like, no bitch, um, my family's moving in. Okay, fine. So I have to move out at the end of the lease. I was gonna stay and take it over. That's not an option. But I think it's a good thing because I got this place with my ex- talked about having our first baby here, Christmases, Thanksgiving, like this place was like full of hope, hope and promise for us. And obviously that led, instead it was just a path of destruction. So although I don't feel day to day, like I don't wake up and think about him when I'm here. He's the furthest thing from my brain, unless he obviously posts a caption about me. But I think it's good that I'm leaving here uh, my move out date is my birthday, which really sucks. And I'm basically putting all my stuff in storage. And then I'm going to go stay with my friend for a week and then go to Florida and spend time with my family, spend time with my mom, be there through the holiday, and then come back in January and sign a lease for a new place. So in in the month of December, you will see me in Florida with my family cooking and laughing and I don't know, probably going fucking insane. My mom has cancer, but it doesn't change the fact that we're all fucking lunatics. Like, yeah, she has cancer. It sucks. Everything's shitty, but like, we're all still crazy. I don't know. Has it changed anything? Like the dynamic, I guess it's changed a little bit, but not much, but I am really excited to go home. I'm so excited to spend time with my family, like my nieces and my nephew. Yeah. I don't know. <sighs> Okay. So I, let me, let me start by saying this. When my 
ex and I broke up, I went on like a blocking and muting spree. Some of it was intentional. Like I was like, fuck that bitch or fuck that dude for whatever reason. But a lot of it was just, I don't want to see anything bachelor related. I want to completely separate myself from it. I need to heal. I followed a lot of like fan accounts just to like keep up with stuff when I was working on the show and I unfollowed everything and none of it was to spite anybody. I mean, maybe a couple unfollows and blocks were to spite, (laughs) but 98% was not. It was just for my own peace of mind. I feel like it's kind of petty to just go unfollow a person without letting them know when you guys mutually followed each other. It's like, okay, bitch, like, why did you just fucking unfollow me? Like, what did I do to you? What's up, babe? So blocking, I feel, is actually the kinder alternative because then they are also in turn not following you. Therefore, they don't have to eventually see that you unfollowed them and wonder why. Yes, they'll wonder why you blocked them, sure, but like, I don't know. It just feels like mutually beneficial. It feels like a win-win. And I also just didn't wanna see those people looking at my stories. It wasn't anything against them. It was just like, I just don't even wanna see it. I'm blocking you because I don't wanna see it. I don't wanna be reminded. I don't wanna be triggered. I just wanna wipe y'all from the face of my universe, my own specific personal universe, okay? nothing personal. That being said, never before I worked on the show was I a huge Bachelor fan. I I started watching during Colton season and I watched because my friends were really, well, not my friends, but one friend was really into it that season. And she wanted me to come over one night. You know, I work in reality TV. I've worked on a ton of shows from like the Kardashians, Ball and the Family, Born This Way, just like a ton of different stuff. I didn't really watch reality shows because I already worked in it and felt like my whole life was consumed by it. I was over at my friend's house and she was playing Colton season and I watched and I was like, oh, this is actually pretty good. I'm into this. Like I actually feel entertained right now. I want to work on this show. I knew people who worked there, got a job on it, whatever. Never was interested in the show from a standpoint of like, I care about the influencer side. Like as far as as what these people are doing outside of the show, I was more invested in just how the whole thing worked. It was very interesting to me. Obviously as a kid, I remember when The Bachelor came out. I remember when my mom put the show on. I was like super young. I remember seeing it and being like, what the hell? 30 women, one guy, this is weird last time I ever thought about it until I watched Colton season with my friend. Then when I got on the show, obviously I had to watch it before I worked on it. So I understood the format, how the show worked, the dates, because I was clueless going into the show. I had no idea what the hell, what is a fantasy suite? What is a final rose? What is a first impression rose? I had not one clue what any of that was. So I watched from start to finish Colton season, whose other season, some other seasons, I don't really remember. And I, my first season was a paradise season. So I watched the previous paradise season. And like the big story that stood out there was the Blake, Hannah, and I'm blanking, Dylan. Blake, Hannah, and Dylan love triangle. That story really stood out. I saw Hannah on Colton season, thought she was cute and adorable. I saw Dylan on, I think it was Claire's season. I watched that. 
I never saw Blake. I don't even know. I think he was on Becca's season. I never watched Becca's season. I love her and Thomas. They're the cutest ever. But I never, I didn't know who he was, but I watched that whole thing and didn't really have much of an opinion about it from like a story teller's standpoint. I was like, this is so crazy. All this stuff that's unfolding. I was just really fascinated and really excited to work on the show. All that being said, I don't keep up with Bachelor Nation news in any way, shape or form. I did while I was working on the show, but post breakup, I have not paid attention to anyone's life unless I have a personal relationship with someone who was on the show that I worked with directly. I don't keep up with your life unless I consider you a friend. I don't do that with celebrities in general. You never really hear me talking about pop culture. I've always been bankrupt in the pop culture department. Even my friends would say, I just don't know what's going on with celebrities, actors, actresses. I love television shows. I love movies. I'm just such a fanatic when it comes to just the creation of it all. But in terms of the gossip and what happens between these people outside of the set, that is something that is so far from my mind that I really don't give a flying shit. I would say fuck. But, I, you know, girl, you know who I'm talking about. I'm trying not to say fuck as much. Fuck, 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 fuck. Okay, anyways, I don't give a flying fuck. I really don't. <sighs> Getting to what I wanted to tell you guys today. I really debated talking about this. And I talked to a few friends who are in the industry, people who do podcasts and stuff. And I was just like, do I, like, I share things. I, I mean, I just debated talking about this because it's less about this man and more about the woman because I never want to hurt a woman. I don't know. I'm just going to say it. So a few weeks ago, I'm on, I'm on a few dating apps. I just deleted one the other day. I'm trying to actually get off of them, kind of like nicotine, you know, it's it's kind of hard to get off, especially because you don't want the embarrassment of like joining back. If you're single and you're on the apps, you might understand what I'm saying when I say this. When you're on the apps, sometimes you see a guy, you say no, whatever, and then they come up again and you're like, okay, dude, did you like delete your account and make it again? Like what? I don't want to be that person. I don't want to be deleting and reactivating my account. So if I'm deleting my account, I'm deleting it for good. So I've been hesitant. It's kind of felt like an addiction. I don't really check them as much. I just don't, I don't know. I'm not about it, but I still do use a couple. And one of them I was on a couple weeks ago, scrolling through and I see Blake Horseman and I don't follow him. I know who he's dating because I watched Love is Blind season one. I watched that season and I loved her. I thought she was so funny and cute. And I knew I know they're dating because people that I have a relationship with post with them and what have you on the internet or on social media. So I knew they were dating and I just saw him and I was like, oh, well, they must have broken up, whatever. Swipe left. And this app that I use is an app that you cannot catfish on. You have to be verified. It's an app that you have to pay for to be on. And if you're not paying for it, you're not visible. If you're not active and paying, you're not visible. So I saw him. I just was like, oh, okay. He was dating that chick. I guess they broke up. I moved on. Two weeks go by and 
I see all over social media a pregnancy announcement with him and that girl. And I was like, wait a fucking second. (sighs) Wait a second. I just saw him on this app that you can't have a dormant account on. And let's say he has had this account and just like never deleted it. I did my research today actually, and they've been dating for two years, I think, like about two years. So you're telling me that this guy just had this account for two years. Also, mind you, this app just like will show you the same people over and over again because it's such a limited pool. I'd never seen him on there before. And all of a sudden I saw him. And the plot thickens. I was talking to someone and they saw him like a week or two before I saw him on there. So then today I really did some research. I was on Reddit. I was on Google. I was just searching Blake Horseman, the app name, Blake Horseman dating app. I was searching everything. Like, has anyone said anything? Like, where is this information? Like, how has it not come up? And there is nothing from like a year ago, nothing. And I think that like, if, if he, let's say he had this app for like the past couple of years and sure, you can set your dating profile to like, just looking for friends, just looking for dating. My profile is set to just dating. I don't see people on there who, who are just there to network. I only see people who are there looking to date. So I wouldn't see a person who's just looking for friends. And his profile to me was very much looking for dating. So in the past year or two that they've been together, there is literally nothing online about him being spotted on there. And, you know, there's so many other posts about other people on reality shows who are on dating apps that have been spotted. So that tells me this is a new profile. (sighs) Then I saw, then I saw the most interesting video from him. Okay. Very interesting video. (sighs) Okay. I need to readjust for this because, and I need a sip of my alcohol. Where is my alcohol? Where is my wine? Okay. I'm going to play this. I might cut this out but I'm going to play this video just to get me riled up again because this video really got me fucking riled up. Okay. One of my friends from bachelor nation just texts me and I know she likes these people. So I know her ass is going to hate me (laughs) when she hears this and is probably not going to want to go get lunch with me, but that's okay. You know, if you want to live a fake fraudulent lifestyle, that's fine. But I live a life of transparency. And if you don't want to be friends with me because I live transparently, then that's okay. I totally understand. Some people have their brands and their images to uphold. And you know what? I'm not PC, you know? I'm just not. And that's okay with me. I'm okay with being scrutinized. Okay, let, let, let's hear this real quick because... <laughs> okay, so just so you know what I'm playing, this is a PSA from Blake Horseman that he posted online, I think like maybe two years ago. Obviously, I do not have this man's stories saved on my phone from two years ago. I never followed this man in my life, but I was feverishly searching on the internet for any inkling, any information connected to him being on a dating app sometime in the last two year time span. So if I was reporting this information that I would be doing it correctly and know if maybe he just had like a dormant account and was accidentally paying for it for two years straight, 
and other people saw it, but there was literally nothing online about it anywhere. And the, the only thing that stood out to me as I was conducting my research was this video that I'm about to play for you right now. I just gotta say, I gotta come on here uh, and say, women, whether you're from the past of these guys who are currently on The Bachelorette, you're currently talking to them in the DMs, whatever, stop making TikToks about it. It is embarrassingly desperately thirsty okay i'm gonna stop right there and say something real quick Ex hold on excuse me sir it is embarrassing and thirsty for someone to go online and make a two-minute tiktok video about a dating experience sir excuse me sir you i know I know what it takes for somebody to give up their entire life to go on a show for an extended period of time you stopped your job communication with your family and friends for months to go on television and date and talk about your dating life. And you're telling me it's thirsty and desperate for a woman to make a two minute TikTok video about their dating experience. Like, excuse me, sir. Um, they have every right as a person who does go online and talk about my dating life. I will tell you just the courtesy and what I do with the guys that I do date is I tell them very transparently I do go online and say things. Are you okay with me talking about you? If they say no, I'm like, great. Never will I go online and reveal who you are. Like you always have a pseudonym. I will make up a name for you. I will not go online and say this person who works here and does this, this is what they did. Like I, you know, create a false identity for them. I never expose who they really are unless I'm at a point where I'm in a relationship with them, but I haven't been there yet with my ex-boyfriend from day one when I went viral on TikTok. He obviously knew what it was and was totally okay with it and was and consented to the entire thing. Obviously, it didn't work out in his favor when all that information came out about him. But you know, you do bad things, people are gonna talk about it. If you do something, someone's gonna talk about it. I do understand the point of like some girl shouldn't, or not just girl, but anyone taking to the internet to talk about like an innocent dating experience or if someone just like slides into your DMs innocently because, you know, they think you're cute and they want to talk, you know, maybe you really shouldn't expose them for that. But if someone does something scandalous or slimy, then yeah, you have every, I think you have every right to. And I do think you should give somebody the courtesy of giving them the heads up that it's happening. But how dare you say that these women are thirsty and it's coming off desperate because they're posting a two minute video. Sir, you gave up your entire life to go make a fucking television show. Okay. Talking about your dating experience. So you have no room to say something like that. Who are you? You're not a fucking doctor. Sorry. I said the F-bomb again. I'm really trying. I'm really trying. I'm really trying. Oh, okay. This is a good one. Shame these men. If they're single men, Oh, if they're single men. Okay. So if they're single men and they're doing this and it's not okay because they're single and they have every right to do it. But sir, are you single? Are you single? Then I guess I have every, since you're not single, I guess I do have every right to come on here and say that you were on a dating app while your girlfriend was pregnant. And maybe you're, you still are. I don't know. So he just gave me the right because he said, you know, for single men and he's not single. So I guess it's okay. Okay. Continuing. Hi. That's not a bad thing. They're not doing anything wrong. Stop trying to shame them. Men and women come off the show with already so many trust issues. And it's because of people like you. Just quit it. Like, stop. 
that type of talk really pisses me off if I'm being honest. And I'm definitely probably biased. But when hearing him say in that video, you know, these men are coming off of like, whatever he said, an emotional experience or something, they're sensitive, they have trust issues. We all know what he's alluding to. And here's the thing. Nobody forced you to be on a reality show. When you go on to a show, and this is any show in general, and this is not just a show, but a documentary, anything. When you are consenting, when you are signing a waiver and you are signing your likeness over to being on a show, your experience is going to be documented. I'm not taking a stand. I don't know where I lie. It's kind of gray. It's not black and white in this conversation, but I will say that it does piss me off when I hear that because it's so easy to point fingers at the people creating the show. And I'm not speaking specifically to this show, like this person who I saw on could have been engaged and pregnant with anybody, but God saw fit or whoever the fuck saw fit that it would be the freaking bachelor. Of course, like I could have stumbled across any person on this app who has some type of status. And of course it had to be connected to this show. God knows how many other people I've come across on that app that could have been in relationships or God knows what and have some type of status. And I had no idea because I don't pay attention to things like that. I would have no idea. My friends asked me, do you ever see like famous people when you're on this dating app or blah, 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 or on dating apps in general, da, 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 da. And I'm like, I wouldn't even know. I wouldn't even know. Suffice it to say, I do stand in a gray area where I see both sides, but it really does piss me off to hear people who are previously on docu-series speak poorly about the production, especially when the production works so hard. And I have my own opinions about things that are irrelevant to this. But like, if I'm just trying to be direct and to the point of this specific subject area, I will say that when you are a contestant on a reality show, or if you are a subject of a documentary, you are giving your story to these producers to do with what they can to make the best show possible. And nobody forced you to be on a show. That specific show has been running for what, two decades plus? You know what the show is when you sign up for it, okay? It's not like some first season, I don't know what I'm getting into type of thing. What is it going to be like? You know what it's going to be like. It's tried and true. It's a staple in the American household. Everyone knows the show and what it's about. So to come off of it, and after you've seen some kind of success from it, especially the people who have seen success from it, it just feels a lot like clickbait and like, woe is me. That's not to say that I'm not taking a stance. I know it sounds like I am, but I'm not because it is very gray. But I will say when somebody agrees to go on specifically a reality show, there's kind of a mutual understanding. You are giving up control to be on a show and in return, get whatever it is that you're after, whether it be love, friends, clout, okay? I don't know. Everyone has their own motivations when doing something like this. Okay. And there has to be some level of narcissism or, you know, whatever to agree to go on a television show and be documented. You can go to a bar and meet somebody. I mean, 
you're agreeing to do this. You're not some innocent lamb in a field that some farmer just came up to and just shanked and like pulled all your fur off, okay? It's not like someone came from behind your head and shot you and you just had no idea. And you see things like this happening all the time. Like with Bethany Frankel, for instance, she saw so much success from being a part of the Housewives franchise and now is starting some type of anti-reality movement. Like bitter much? I mean... Were you successful prior to being on the show? Yeah, probably. She probably was, but not nearly as successful as she is now because of it. And now she's biting the hand that fed her. It just doesn't sit right with me, especially from the people who saw so much success. It's just like, okay, who are you advocating for? Like, who are we supposed to feel bad for you? Who's supposed to feel bad for you? I I just would like to know. I don't I don't have an opinion. I mean, I do have an opinion, but it's not my I'm not here to say it right now. But I will say in this specific instance, it feels a lot like the whole Bethany Frankel thing. It's just like, you know, um, read the room. You what? I don't know. You you played a bunch of chicks um, at a country concert and then people talked about it. I don't really know all the specific details and behind the scenes about any of that. I I'm just like, I don't even care, but like chill, chill out, dude, chill. Uh, You're, I mean, you were doing fine. I don't know how it's going to be now, but, um, nobody probably even cares about this. Probably not even a big deal, but I do have a strong opinion about it because so these men are just these fragile, gentle little souls that just got off this reality show where they just got flown around the world and they're just so vulnerable right now. Just please, please don't talk about how they sent you a dick pic online. You know, let them be. Let them send their dicks to whoever they please. You know, they just went through a traumatic experience. <gasps> oh, God. I'll keep them in my prayers, okay? Oh, God. <laughs> I will keep them in my fucking prayers. How's that for you? Next. I'm kind of jumping all over the place, but you're just going to have to bear with me. Let's continue listening to this. It's because of people like you. Just quit it. Like, stop. It's it's not attractive. It's not attractive. Okay. <laughs> Who's asking you, buddy? Like, is it attractive to see a grown man go on a reality show? Is that attractive? Who the fuck are you to judge these women who decide to make a couple minute TikTok video? What is the difference between them doing that and anyone else who goes on a reality show? What is the difference? Please. I'd love to hear it. I'd love to hear what the difference is. Hmm. I just couldn't believe that nobody else had said anything about this because it's a dating app and other people are going to see it. And it's very ballsy. This is what I have to say. They're thirsty and desperate for what? Making a two-minute fucking video about a date they went on for a little clout? Okay, sir, you, I don't know what you did, but most people who go on these shows quit their freaking jobs to go on them, okay? They drop their entire lives. They might be dating someone casually. They dump them to go on this show. You're telling me a girl taking two minutes out of her day to post a TikTok is thirsty and desperate when you literally dropped your entire life to go be on television. Like, fuck you, dude. Fuck you. Anyone can go make a two minute video. It's not thirsty or desperate. They're doing exactly what you did, buddy. Okay. They're doing exactly what you did. So who are you to say that these women are thirsty and desperate for doing that? 
How does that make them any different from you? In fact, it took them less time and effort to go online and do something like that than for you to drop your entire life to go on a show. So I'm not saying either of them are wrong. I'm saying anyone can do whatever the fuck they want. If someone wants to go online and make a a few minute video about a dating experience that they had with someone who went on a reality show that consented to talking about their life and sharing their dating experience with the public, why can't that person do that? Should they give the contestant a heads up that they're going to do it? Yeah, absolutely. But I think it is rude to call somebody desperate and thirsty for going online and talking about a dating experience they had. You literally shared your uh, dating experience with a massive audience and dropped your entire life to do it. So who are you? You are uh, formerly known as a reality show participant, okay? Sharing every detail of your dating experience. Saying that to say, why don't men want women talking about them on their TikToks? Because what they come to find out is not very nice. And what I came to found, find out is not very nice. I wrestled a lot with if I was going to talk about this or not. But the fact of the matter is someone eventually is going to talk about it because he was on a dating website where anyone could see him and it's going to come out eventually. So you know what? I mean, whatever. In my mind, I went through a lot of things. Number one, his girlfriend's pregnant. I do truly believe that she probably knows that he was on this app at some point. I would hope that someone had told her. So they have probably already been dealing with this privately, but it's one thing to deal with it privately than it is to deal with it publicly. So I did have guilt going into talking about this, but then the more I talked about it with others and thought about it, I was like, I actually don't feel guilty at all because he's the one who did this. He should be embarrassed. Why are you on a dating app when you're with somebody else publicly on the internet, whether or not you knew she was pregnant at that time or not. Because like I said, when I saw him, it was prior to Us Weekly or people reporting the pregnancy. So there are a couple scenarios I went through in my head and I'm gonna say all these things because you know men like to poke holes. So I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and poke the holes for him, okay? Before he even has anything to say about this. So first thing I thought, When I first saw the pregnancy announcement, my thought was they were probably on a break or on the outs and then she got pregnant and it reunited them. That was my first thought. My next thought was I didn't know this at the time because like I said, I don't I don't keep up with this man. I don't know anything about him, okay? So I did my research today and I saw he's a DJ. He travels a lot. Okay, maybe when he goes on the road, he, you know, goes on this little app and sees like what what the flavors are in town. What's the local eatery like? Okay. You know, shops around and maybe she's okay with it. Maybe she knows. Maybe they're in an open relationship. I don't know. Okay. I think I said this before, but like the other thing is I've been single for, I don't know, four months, five months, six months. I don't even know. And I've been on this app for a while. And like I said, this app shows you the same people over and over again. You know, And I've never seen him on there before. And I did my research. I didn't see anyone else talking about it. And then this other person popped up and said that they saw him too. And I'm like, okay, well, that's just really weird that in a two week time frame, two people, me and this other person saw him. That's strange. You know, why all of a sudden did he pop up at the end of October, early November? Suddenly, you know, that is strange. And then it got me thinking, how, how has nobody 
told her, the girlfriend, or said anything. Like they have a very public relationship. I went on their Instagram and it's like for the past year, at least they're all over each other's pages, like very public relationship. So for him to go on an app for dating where people that she knows, like girls will likely see him. I'm very hard pressed to think nobody told her. And if nobody did tell her, that makes me think like, who are your fucking friends? And it reminds me of my relationship. Like nobody Did I get a little bit of warnings here and there? Yeah, sure. But like nobody explicitly said you shouldn't be with this person. It's hard to say something like that. It makes me question like, why didn't anyone say anything to her if they did see him? So that just tells me maybe she has fake ass friends because what the fuck? If I saw my friend's man on a dating app, um, you better believe I would tell her in 2.5 seconds and I don't even care if she like didn't believe me or what. Like I would not keep that information to myself. You need to tell your friend regardless. They need to know. So fuck those people. Yeah, I said fuck. Then I was like looking at their couple pictures together and like all the positive comments and like positive comments from like people that I know and that I'm close with. And I was like, oh my God, these people are all gonna hate me for saying this. But like, I don't know, like he did it. It's like, again, it's like men behaving badly. Why are all these men doing these bad things and expecting to get away with it? How dare you? And then on top of that, to have a video putting down women who are sharing their dating experiences, whatever, I mean, whatever the circumstance is, chill the hell out, dude. Like you have such an opinion about people and such an opinion about things. So you in return should expect other people to have an opinion about you. You know, if you live this perfectly respectable lifestyle where you didn't insult other people and like bring other people down, then, you know, maybe I would have a second. No, I don't know if I'd have a second thought about it. You're full of shit is my opinion. So he said, if these on his video, that if they're single men and they're sliding into people's DMs, that's okay. So my question to Blake is, what if they have a baby on the way and they're in a dating app? Is that okay? Is that okay? Since you have such a strong opinion about what these women are talking about when they're referring to single men, what about men who aren't single? What's your opinion on that? So please let me know. That video didn't really age well, did it? Mm -hmm. Listen, dude, you want to shame the show you were on that gave you this quote unquote platform that you have now? Listen, you sold your soul to be on TV. I know what it takes for a person to go off the grid for months, giving up work, family, friends, all of that just to be on TV. And you want to shame some chick online for making a two minute video? Fucking read a book, dude. Read a goddamn book. And now I know why that guy, why he hates those videos. Now I know why he hates those videos because he's just another man with something to hide. Okay. And he's protecting all these other guys who have things to hide. Stop. Mm. Are we surprised? Is anybody surprised? I mean, it's not really, I don't know. It's like, I I watched those, I watched their, I went on their page, watched the stuff and I was like, oh my God, they're so cute. This is so cute. And then I saw some really cringy ads. I mean, who am I to talk about cringe? I'm the queen of cringe. But like, I saw some ads and I was like, I don't know how I feel about this guy. He's kind of like sketches me out. And I don't know. And I'm just thinking, okay, what could he possibly say? Like when this information gets out, whether it be from someone listening to my podcast or someone else reporting it to like some other bachelor related podcast or whatever it is, 
Des Moines, who the hell knows, someone else reporting this information, like what could be his response? Probably no response or saying what? Oh, I've had it. I haven't deactivated it. So you're meaning to tell me for the past two years of your relationship, you've had an active account on a dating app that requires you to pay monthly to be subscribed for people to see your profile and not one person in either of your lives alerted you to the fact that you were on this app and that and you were visible to people and you didn't go delete it for two years? Is that what you're meaning to tell us? Like that doesn't really make sense. And let's say, oh, maybe he's like, oh no, I, I activated it so I could like, you know, do this for a friend or do that. Like what? And then set your profile to dating and like, and set your location to a certain location. Like, no, sir, like that doesn't track. I don't know. I don't know how I, like, I didn't even, I, I'm not a tea based person. You know, I report tea on my own life. Rarely do you hear me come on here. Never do you hear me come on here and talk about anybody else's life or anything. But like, I saw this freaking dude. It's just weird. This information is going to get out somehow. Obviously, like people saw it, you know, he was on there. The fact that I even know somebody that saw it just tells you that many other people saw it. And I'm very surprised that it hasn't been posted anywhere yet. I am very surprised about that. Tis this season. Life's fucking weird, man. Life's weird. Whenever I jump on the mic and I'm about to do an episode, I have no idea what the fuck I'm going to talk about. And obviously I saw this man's profile weeks ago. I never said anything, didn't care. It wasn't until I saw the pregnancy announcement that I was like, okay, this is suspect. This is weird. What's a gal to do who has a microphone? I don't know. Talking to it. I don't know. Crucify me. Whatever. I already died this year. Kill me again. I don't know. It is what it is. And happy fucking Thanksgiving, you guys. What a, what a thing.